Hi, my name is Kathy, and I am the Career Development Manager for Washington Native TANF. And today we're going to talk about how to find a job when you're unemployable. I always like to start with the quote of the day. I don't know, it's just kind of, for me, it sets the tone for the day, and I have a favorite quote, and it says, um, you've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. And that that packs a powerful punch, truly. So um, with that being said, um, how do you find a job? Uh, just this past weekend, I had a, I've heard a couple different people say, there's no jobs out there. Well, honestly, there really are. There's a, there's jobs out there. Um, of course, it has slowed down through the due to the coronavirus, and of course, there's fears from everybody on whether you want to start a job during the pandemic. But what you have to start with first is just believing in yourself. It's probably one of the most very important things that you can do for you is to believe in you. And I know that that is a hard. Um, that's a hard thing to ask someone because I think most people have a problem with self-love, um, but you have to learn to love yourself. And then once you put yourself first, a lot of things will fall into place. Staying positive is super key. Um, that's hard too when you're looking for a job, especially right now during a pandemic. Um, but stay positive. Uh, there's going to be a job out there. There really is. You want to delete any negative thoughts or any kind of outside um any kind of outside sources that are telling you, oh, you're never going to find a job or aren't you employed yet? I know sometimes um, that that can be detrimental to people. Nobody wants to hear every time they see family or friends, oh, hey, did you get a job yet? Um, it's kind of negative. And so just try and hopefully stay away from those type people. If you can't, if it's your family or such, just let them know that, um, you know, you want you you want them to turn that into a positive. It's not if you find a job, it's when. And you will. So sometimes if you're just very centered on a certain thing, though, sometimes that can take longer because you're only waiting for a certain job. So I always tell people to have a plan B. Of course, plan A is what you're passionate about and that's what you want to do. But always have a plan B just in case. Ways to keep positive during your job search is to journal. Um, I do this every day, but I know that especially if you're a gentleman, that you guys aren't very um, liking the fact to sit and just write in a journal or even meditating. It suggests meditating or even exercise. Now this, believe it or not, is a huge, is a huge thing. So even just a 10 minute walk, you don't have to run to the gym and do a two-hour sesh. Just a 10-minute walk sometimes can just help. Keeps your, keep your mind up. Keeps your spirit up. Um, for me, um, if I take a walk, I will sometimes play a podcast that's really upbeat or motivational. Or I'll ma- I have playlists together on for my whatever my mood is that day. I have different playlists. Ones that are just going to make me like want to just clean the whole house and other ones that just make me feel good. So if music motivates you, I I definitely um, urge you to do that as well. So of course, the first, the first point of um, starting to look for a job is to create a compelling, well-written, attractive resume. Um, You want that resume to speak to the recruiter. So you have to be um, 
pointed. You have to be succinct. Look at the job. You know, most people have a resume and they use the same resume for every single job they apply for. I know it can be a pain, especially if your resume is already uploaded into Indeed. It's very easy just to hit easy apply and send that um, resume off. But honestly, you want to try and tailor every resume differently. Um, you want to make that statement, um, you know, the opening statement of your resume. It has to speak loudly towards that job that you're going for. Um, you could have a lot of qualifications on your resume, but you just want to make sure you have honed in on the ones that are on the job description of the job you are currently applying for. So know that the, it's a recruiter who's going to see your resume first. So they are the gatekeeper. Being a recruiter for over 20 years, I can tell you that um, very true. And honestly, recruiters are, I mean, first glance, they don't look at it for more than two to three seconds max. Kind of looking at what your statement is, the last job you've done, and kind of just just skimming to see if you've done a job that would be similar to the one you're applying for. So make sure you put the work into, into the resume because it's your ticket. I call it a golden ticket um, into the interview. So um, this is your time to sell yourself and the resume is a perfect time. Now the job developers and myself are here to help if you need help with a resume. I always suggest having a couple on hand. Um, you're going to do the work pretty much, but we're gonna show you how you can tailor it correctly, um, what things you should maybe leave off or, uh, I mean, there's just some words that are just very um, on every single resume and it's like, well, some people think that, oh, okay, that was just copied or, you know, like, uh, one is reliable, everybody's got on their resume, they're reliable, and that they can multitask and stuff like that. So be be unique, um, it's your time, it's you selling you. So one thing I dislike about today's world is back when I got out of high school, telling my age here, um, I mean jobs were, you had to go in and see, they'd put a, a help wanted sign up, especially in the small town here in Gardnerville, but you would go in and ask for the hiring manager. You'd ask for an application. I mean, yes, resumes were used back then, but just not as prevalent as now. Um, because you'd fill out an application and you'd actually talk to people right then and there. I'm a people person, so I prefer that method. Some people just don't like talking to people. So that's where Indeed comes in great. You you know, you just push your... Um, push your resume that way, and if they see you're qualified for the job, they're gonna call you in for that interview. So one thing that, okay, I said now that it's hard to get directly to the hiring manager now. Unless it's construction, I urge you, if you are somebody with construction type abilities, go on to that job site. Ask them if they need help. Ask them if they need someone to clean up the job site. Believe me, I and I can. I'm speaking from experience. My ex-husband and I owned a construction company. I did not have time to post when we needed people. I did not have time to stop and interview people. I worked a full-time job as well as running that business, and so uh, we would love it if somebody came by and said, "Hey, I've been a roofer. I just moved here. That I'm looking for work." We'd hire him. Honestly, so if you're in the, the construction field, you do have to reach out to people who you see on these construction sites. Just take a drive, 
Those are, that's how you're going to get a hold of a contractor. They're on the actual job. Another way you can reach out to employers directly is on LinkedIn. You want to, LinkedIn is more of a professional type of a um, social media site for big companies to post their jobs. Um, but it's also where you're going to find the owner of a company. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of pages and suggestions out there right now that say that you should set up a LinkedIn profile. I'm I'm not too um, I don't back that up too too much. I mean, yeah, if you if depends on what you want to do in life, to be honest with you. Um, but LinkedIn's a little more higher end type type thing for people in bigger type businesses and salespeople and. Uh, I don't I don't know how to put it. You you're more than welcome to go onto LinkedIn, set yourself up a profile. Just be um, be careful on LinkedIn. You want to you don't want to treat it like maybe Facebook. You don't want to just put a casual picture of yourself or or maybe you and your buddies doing a cheers or something. You want to have a very professional profile on LinkedIn due to the fact that most of the employers are on there. So. Your resume is going through to a com- uh, recruiter via email, via mail. Uh, most companies have an ATS system. That's a tracking system. And it goes through a machine. And if that resume does not have keywords that they're looking for, it's going to get spit out into a no-pile. So that's why I say look at the uh, job description. And uh, if it says... Um, we need somebody who's um, skilled at pouring concrete. Obviously, um, if you've put that you've worked for a construction company before and you just put uh, all phases of construction, um, that's vague. It's probably a true statement and it's just vague though. So if you're applying for someone who says they're looking for someone who has experience with concrete, obviously in that job description of what you did, if you did it, you want to make sure you put you know, uh, framed homes, uh, dig concrete, pour concrete, um, finished off cabinets. It's, you know, whatever you did, try and be super specific. Um, just depends on the job, um, what the job description says. So on Indeed, there's hundreds of people that apply, hundreds and hundreds. There are, man, I think it's up into the millions of how many people apply for jobs. So if you can imagine, there's lots to go through. I remember even at the Washer Tribe, some positions, there'd be over 200 applications. Well, you know what? Only five people are going to have. We only have time to interview five people in a day, five to six. So, how, you know, just picking the right people is key. So, that, like I said, the recruiter's going to do that. They're going to put all the right apps that they think are qualified. Then they will put them in front of the hiring manager then the interview happens. Always, though, um, back up your resume. So if you applied for something, keep I, I urge you to keep a, a pad and paper. Um, Indeed has a way you can track what you have applied for. Um, I will be doing another um, podcast regarding Indeed and how much it offers. Some people just don't even know how much it offers, and it, it does offer a lot. So if you just think Indeed is just a another job board. Um, I need to show you some things, tips and tricks. But anyway, it's always nice. If you say you applied for 10 jobs this this past week, you want to follow up the following, maybe the following Monday. Say if you did 10 jobs between a Monday through a Friday, I would take the following Monday, set aside an hour, 
think of um, write down all the websites you went on to the um, email addresses if you can even pick up the phone and say hey I sent in a resume last week I'm just making sure you got it I'm super interested in the position that you have avail available so that's always a good one too um, what I've also suggested to some people I've worked for worked with before is um, say you um, have a specific thing you want to do like the, there was a gentleman who like who wanted to do maintenance he knew he wanted to do maintenance it's kind of what he liked to do he liked to fix things love the finished work so what I um, suggested was pick up a phone just pick up the phone I you know and I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I'm gonna tell you guys it, it's not an easy thing and not a lot of people can do it um again I'm I'm a people person so I I don't mind cold calling but if if you can cold call and what that means is just so bring up the yellow pages or go into Google and find out all the motels in your town or you can go into Google and put your um, zip code mine's 89460 so you can put maintenance jobs in 89460 and see if there's any there maintenance jobs are few and far between sometimes they aren't even advertised I'm telling you advertising for a job is a lot of money um, indeed charges a typical employer three to four thousand a month to um, run their ads um, to place one like in Career Builder and all those kind of places, it, it costs money. The Reno Gazette Journal in Reno, I went to place an ad there once for a position at the tribe, and they wanted four thousand dollars for it to run three times. Three times. I'm like, wow. I mean, I ended up not doing it. So think about it. I'm I'm thinking through the mind of an employer. Okay, so the tribe, yeah, the tribe didn't want to pay four thousand dollars for an ad. So how else can we push this out there? How else? So some people, you just got to ask. I walked into Panda Kitchen last week and there was a, a billboard thing that was hanging in there and it said open interviews every Tuesday from 10 to 5. Just go in there with a resume. I'm not saying that the Panda Kitchen is your um, sustainable job that's going to make you a living. However, what a cool concept. They need people, but I've never, and I'm on all job boards because I try to put everything that's available every Monday for everybody. Um, I've never seen anything for Panda Kitchen, probably because they don't want to pay the money to advertise. And be super careful, super careful um, with Craigslist, please. There's a lot of scams out there, a lot. I mean, they can say they're going to hire you and talk to you and make it sound professional and then say okay well let me see your social security card and everything we'll, we'll have you fill this out and you know what it's scam so seriously be um, very very cautious of Craigslist Craigslist used to be free for advertising but now employers have to pay so I'm not sure if that scamming is still truly going on but beware um, I was um, I was talking to someone about a job once way back in like 2000 on Craigslist and um, this person kept emailing me back and then they're like okay well then they put me like on a conference call with another lady and they were talking to me about doing sales of timeshares up in Tahoe which I thought would be fun and I'm I could sell something I thought it would be great um, then he said uh, for the interview it's gonna be at some some weird road in Tahoe I mean 
I used to live in Tahoe, and I was like, I didn't even know what it was. And I was like, well, this is odd. Why would you interview someone way back on a, a back road in, in Lake Tahoe? That same evening, I was doing a second job um, being a server at a local sushi place. And cops came in, and they were asking for me. And I was, like, mortified. What? Why would cops be looking at it for me? And so they asked my name, and then they asked what my email address was. So they were tracking the gentleman who um, was emailing me. And because he was a huge scammer, he, he was trying to lure women into this very, very secluded area and stuff. And so, wow, I was, I feel like I was touched by an angel. So I have been a victim of a fraud, of somebody trying to hire. And how sad is that, that this world uses that they use they prey on people who are looking for work so just make sure um if you look for jobs in in different places not reputable companies or just something that seems out of the norm um give me a call i'll check it out for you okay so um anyway back to the maintenance thing i just wanted to mention that i just i told um the person i was working with hey get a list of all the local motels all of them here Carson, Tahoe even, depends on how far they want to travel, call them all. No, they don't have an add-up, but call them all and just let them know that you are um, a maintenance person. That's what you want to do. That's what you like to do. You haven't seen any job postings, and you don't. You know that you haven't seen anything from them either, but you would like to leave your name and number and or drop by a resume or fax it anyway. You want them to know if they do have an opening, that you are interested. Never, ever be afraid of that. Never. Um, I'm a huge advocate for shoe for the men. Shoe for what you want, you know? So you know, you just never know until you ask. And it's a 50-50 chance. They're, they're going to say yes or no, you know? Uh, I know that rejections are not fun. Believe me, I, geez, I'm the most sensitive person you'll ever meet. But you have to just set yourself up for that. You just have to think, okay, it's not really rejection. It's just, okay, it just wasn't your time. It's not your job. If one door doesn't open, it just means there's a better door out there for you. Meanwhile, while waiting for someone to give you a call, practice interview answers. Every day, um, you want to make sure you're prepared. Stand in front of a mirror. That's easy. Or I am, I'm more than willing to do mock interviews with you. I've done that with people before. Um, they've came to me and said, oh, I just can't get hired. What am I doing wrong? And you know what? There was nothing wrong with the interviews, the individuals who asked me for help. I looked at the resume and I was like, wow, you're qualified. What is going on? So it was the way they were answering um, their questions. And sometimes you get stumped by those questions. Know that the questions people ask in an interview, they take them out of that job description. So... I don't know why my computer's making weird noises, but anyway, uh, just there. I, I have the top 10, all that, where I'm actually going to do another video on the top 10 um, interview questions. So have an answer. Always have a behavioral co uh, answer for They're going to ask you a behavioral type, like, uh, did you have a time at work where somebody made you upset? How did you handle it? Or did you have a time where a customer was upset? How did you handle it? So you always want to think, have that going. Don't ramble. Um, just... Answer the question as clear and concise as you can. Don't make up any answers. Always be truthful. The biggest thing you want to do is know that company that you are applying for the job. Um, huge. 
you and say, uh, well, I'll just throw out an example with a company called Ervo, Ervo in town. Um, I remember when I saw that they had a job opening a long time ago. I was like, what is it? So I had to look it up. They do a lot of stuff. They do paints. They do um, induction cooking um, utensils. They do things that can plug in for truckers. Just a plethora of things. So always, always look at the company. I mean, you may look at the benefits and the um, and the wage and think, oh, I'm applying there. But but just know when you walk in um, to know who they are. They are always going to ask you why they should hire you. And why are you interested in the opportunity? So have a good answer for that. Um, probably never want to reply with, well, because I need the money or I need a job. You know, that sounds like a settling thing. It could be the truth, but you'd want to um, award that just a little different. It never hurts to have a tablet with you. I have told several people within the tribe who have came in for an interview, I said, take notes. Because what happens is you get in in front of a panel and you kind of freeze. You're like, okay, uh, it's it's nerve-wracking, you know. Most interviews used to always be one person. But most places now, they, they do put you in front of a panel. Write down what you want to say. Bring a little tablet in the interview with you and have it next to you along with the pen. It is, to me... I've been on many, many interview panels, and when I see someone bring in a tablet of notes, it makes me smile. It makes me smile because it's like, wow, they, they are making sure that they're prepared. They've put the effort into it. They've wrote down, down things they want to say because, you know what, it's better than freezing up and then just blanking out. How many times has somebody asked you something, um, maybe a past interview, and you get in the car and you're going home after the interview and then you think of the correct answer. Doesn't that always happen? I know it does for me. Um, one more thing I want to um, add on finding a job is map out where the place is as well. See where it's at. See how the parking is. So that when you go, you're just a tad bit early when you get an interview. Um, just general points are that recruiters are looking for magical unicorns and superstars only. Well, of course, just think of yourself as one, you know, be authentic in the interview. Um, you want to um, have good communication in that interview, um, but just especially be authentic. So there's going to be nothing wrong with you being who you are. Um, if you apply to dozens of positions and then you get a call to go get that interview, just don't be anxious. Don't be nervous. It's. The only reason I bring up those two things is because that's just the norm. Of course, you're going to be anxious. Oh, my gosh. Are they going to hire me? Are I going to answer the questions right? What am I going to wear? Um, oh, they're not going to like me. And, oh, you know, everything runs through your head. Um, but just keep in mind, like I mentioned before, over 250 resumes normally come in for a job and only four to six will interview. And then one, only one is going to get the job. Just one. But be that squeaky will, uh, after you interview, uh, send an email. If you have a card, a business card, it's good to grab when you go in the company. Grab the business card up front. Uh, maybe even ask the girl at the front desk who it was you were interviewing with. Send them an email. Send them an email thanking them for their time. Because, yeah, it took your time to go in there and do that, but it also took their time. They, they, they um, took time away from their job that day to try and find the right candidate. And i tell you, too, a lot of things... A lot of times, sometimes we'll pick someone. I've picked someone before. 
offer them the job. They said yes. And then later they changed their mind. So always put that good impression on that uh, panel because what if the person they pick wasn't you and you're like, oh, but you still did all the proper things, said thank you, did good in the interview, showed up on time, answered all your questions correctly. You were you. And just always be there because sometimes things just don't work out and you could be that number two that gets hired. But every single job interview is an experience. It's a step towards the right one. And anyone you get rejected for, it just means they didn't deserve you. There is something better out there for you. So keep your head up. Know that uh, myself and my team are here to help you with all avenues, uh, mock interviews, straightening up your resume, um, helping you get a custom, you know, get into the res, you know, get into the interview, helping you be prepared so when you go in, um, we're your cheerleader, and um, we'd love to help you on this journey. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.